Holy shit, guys. I'm finally back. Um, <laughs> I uh, want to welcome you back to this lovely podcast. Um, sorry, I'm a little tired. Kind of yawning. Jesus. Gotta knock that off. Um, anyway, I'm back home now um, and kind of enjoying my summer. We just got back from Denver not long ago. Um, I think it was like we went to Denver. We left on like the 19th, uh, left a little bit later than what we wanted to. My friend and I that were going to drive, we drove in her Mini Coop. It was pretty fucking sweet. Uh, Mini Coops are really good on gas, just so y'all know. Fucking tiny, though. If you're like a taller person like myself or a bigger person that cannot be confined to small spaces, you might not like that car. But really, it was it was decent to the point where... Um, you know, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't too bad as long as you weren't in, like, the back seat. Uh, so anyway, let's, let's get on with this. I'm going to tell you about Denver. I'm going to tell you what the fuck has been going on. Uh, we're going to talk about some crazy shit that's happening in the world. It has just been fucking nuts lately. I don't know what in the hell is going on. It's not a goddamn full moon. I'm pretty sure it's not, but, I mean, it's, it's whatever, though. Um... So I'm going to light this incense real quick because I'm about to smoke up in this other closet. I've moved in this house, in this upstairs apartment, I've moved from the closet that was closest to my bed to the one that's facing the outside and the street just because there's a nice window in here so it's nice to look out of and there's a little bit more room to move around in this closet. So this is going to be the new studio, guys. Um... So yeah, and we'll talk about more stuff in the for the podcast and uh what what the future of this podcast might hold. Um and how is it going to change? Are we changing it a lot? I don't know what I'm going to do. Um and so yeah, let's let's get started. I rolled up a blunt. I'm trying not to smoke as many blunts, but this is the first one I've had in a while. So uh let's uh light the shit up. All right, so let's light this shit up. Uh, cheers, everybody. Get your blah, your blah, <laughs> blah, blah. Get your bongs, your blunts, your blintzes. Uh, get your joints uh, set up. Get your vape. If you're vaping, I vape when I'm out and about in public just because then you're not ranking of the weeds. And it's healthier, obviously, um, than fucking lighting it up all the time. But, but since, since we're, we're chilling, I like to light up with you guys, so... Um, let's go ahead and get started with this. Uh, so grab your drink, sit the fuck down, and let's do this shit. Cheers, everybody. Woo! That one had the fire in it. That motherfucker. You know when you light your fucking papers up when you're smoking? Whatever it is, even if it's a goddamn cigarette or something. I don't like cigarettes, but, um, and I don't like regular cigars either. I will smoke a blunt, but I'm not a big cigar fan. Um, tobacco, it's, it's an iffy, it's an iffy kind of thing with me, because I know that Native Americans use tobacco, but the tobacco that they put in our cigarettes and shit like that nowadays is not the shit that the Native Americans smoked. 
They grew that shit outside. It had higher uh, chemical content and medicinal purpose than this fucking shit that they make you smoke now. So I'm just letting you know that now if you're smoking. My parents smoked for fucking years. Decades, pretty much. Most of my whole life. Um, and so... I'm not hating on people that smoke. It's Addiction is a hard thing, but... You gotta drop them fucking cigarettes and them uh, shitty cigars, guys. If you're gonna smoke tobacco, here's my suggestions. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> if you're gonna smoke tobacco, get the organic kind of shit or grow your own shit and treat it. Because then you're going to care more about it if you do it yourself. But ain't nobody want to fucking grow their own tobacco and dry it and process it and then roll it and smoke it. Not everybody likes to do that shit and not everybody got time for that or space to do it. So I totally feel you. But if you don't want to do that kind of thing, get the organic kind. Order some offline or maybe go, if you're in the Midwest like I am, or in uh, an area where it's more readily available, try and find somewhere locally locally that might grow it and see if you could buy some. Most tobacco outlets will have some sort of type of, um, like, brands that they would recommend, I'm sure. However, uh, yeah, just roll your own. My uncle rolled his own uh, cigarettes for a long time. Um... It's funny because that's actually rolling. I started rolling my own weed when one of my first stoner friends ever, who was also a very close friend of my mother's, um, suggested that I get a regular cigarette roller, like the zigzag. It was zigzag uh, brand and it was like just the shorts, the blue and, uh, it's like blue and white and yellow or something. And they're not the one and one fourths or nothing like that. It's just the short, you know, little, uh, like pinners, as my one friend Bill would say, the pinner joint size. And, um, she showed me how to do it. She gave me the roller. She gave me my first grinder, um, like... But that things that were my own and not my parents or uh, other family members. So this was the first time I was given my own personal, like, stoner equipment for myself. And I still have um, the grinder and uh, I still have the roller in my little box. <coughs> Obviously. I've gotten a lot more shit since then, but <clears throat> I, I want to keep all of my old grinders, like this old black one that's like one of those crank ones that you can turn with a, a lever. Um, I want to keep all my old grinders and do like a little history shelf of all the old grinders that I've ever had and just have them all lined up. I think that'd be cool. Um, let's see. But yeah, that's the first time I rolled uh, was with like a regular cigarette roller. And you grind up whatever it is you're going to smoke, whether it's tobacco and you just tear it up or if it's weeds or, um, you know, whatever it is that you're smoking. I know some people that smoke like fucking, um, what's it called? 
it's like herbs, uh, not weed, um, and it's not tobacco, but, like, they'll put lavender and mint and shit in it and smoke it. But anyway, they'll roll it in a, it's the best way to do it. It's the perfect size, um, it's not like a pinner where they're super, super skinny, like, like, smaller than a pencil's width kind of skinny, uh, but it's, it's like, I don't know. It's about the width of, let's see, it's about as thick as a straw would be, like a regular straw. Um, and it's mm, maybe two inches, maybe, maybe a little, you know, longer than that. It's not bad. And it's good to get started, but that's the easiest way because you literally, you put, you know, you put your tobacco in there, you put your weed in there. You roll it a little bit to get the shape right, and then you feed your papers, whatever it is, your brand of papers that you like. Uh, I used ZigZag because it was the brand that went with it, and I wanted to get the right size. Um, or I did, uh, let's see, Raw, of course. And I know Quickstar has, like, their own brand. I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but... Yeah, so... Yep, that's uh, how I started first rolling. I was mostly before that when I was getting high uh, for the first couple times. It was in a glass piece or a bong. Like, my mom uh, had a green and white pipe uh, that was just just a regular little bowl. Wasn't anything special. It, it got the job done, though. And we still have it. I think my dad still uses it. It's... Uh, it's in his box wherever he puts that. A cute little green and white pipe. It was, it was a nice little thing. I've dropped it several times. It's never broke. It's it's very, it's close to my heart. Um, but yeah, I left that here when I moved. Uh, and then when I moved back, I was like, oh, shit. It's not like I forgot that that shit was there, but... It's whatever. Um, so I let my roommate have my bong. I know you're like, Bailey, that is a very sacred thing to give somebody your fucking bong. And here's the thing. The girl didn't have anything. All right. This my my friend, this woman did not have anything of her own. So I got her started just as my friend got me started. I got her started with her own little stoner box. Um, I gave her uh, another grinder. I gave her the bong. And then I gave her, uh, what was it? Oh, it was a little, oh, not an eighth holder, but it was like a quarter holder, um, like little jar. And it said Harry Pothead on it. And it had a little lightning bolt on this forehead. My friend uh, from work gave that to me and I gave it to Lulu. Um, yes, I did just use her name. I am going to call her by her name, Lulu. Um, so shout out to her. She's the shit. I hope she's doing well. Um, I'm glad we moved and everything was fucking smooth and I'm glad we're moving on to our next stage of our lives. Cause we, I helped her get out of a really fucked up situation and she helped me kind of get back into like socializing and stuff because being living out farther in the country um from where all your friends are at like and out here we're not southern we're country 
okay? Southern is the southern parts of this United States, okay? And we're too far up north here where I live to be considered southern, I would say. If if you're in a state where during this the fucking um, war with the South, if you were a Union soldier or would be considered in the Union soldiers, you're fucking northern, okay? If you were in the South and would have fought for the Confederacy, probably, you're fucking southern, okay? Uh, and up here in the north, we're not called southern when we're, you know, a little bit more hickish. Uh, we're, like, fucking, we call them, we're real country. Well, real, real country out here. And though, um, I'm not like a, you know, hee-haw, hillbilly some bitch. I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's not like some, here, banjos, paddle faster shit out here. But we're, this is some, uh, kind of smaller town, uh, very quiet, very peaceful. There's n- really no real crime going on out here. Um, we did one time, th- okay, I'm going to tell you another story. So this one time, uh, and when we hear all the sirens going on out here, some shit is going down. Like, we never have issues out here that are severe. But there's a glass factory um, that's out farther at the end of town. And when I was in, I had just graduated high school, and I had worked at McDonald's for two fucking months. And I was like, nope. I can't fucking do this. Um, and my friend Emily and I quit at the same time. And I was like, I need to have a job because I was going to school for massage. So I was going to college at the time. And so, but get this. So this is the timeline for my younger years, okay? Graduated high school early. Uh, decided I wanted to do massage. So then they said, okay, we will only let you graduate early if you're going to go to school or if you're going to go straight into work. You could not just do nothing and graduate early and stay, you know, doing nothing. So I was like, okay, I plan to go to school here, and this is what I'm doing. Um, I was working at McDonald's before school started because it was supposed to start in March, and I didn't graduate high school. My class graduation wasn't until... The following year, I ended up graduating in December rather than like May with everybody. So I left time-wise to go to school and do massage. But then I ended up having both my college and high school official graduations kind of around the same time within the same year. And it was fucking nuts. It's like I had already gone through all this shit with school and college and I almost dropped out. I'm not going to lie. Everybody says that, but it's so condensed down. There's so much fucking information you have to get done before your boards. It's, it's so stressful. And I always thought it was ironic that we were trying to get into a very relaxing and calming kind of career field of healing people. And then our boards and our school is the most stressful, chaotic fucking bullshit I've ever been through. The worst years of a therapist's life is their student clinic. I'm going to just, I think, I personally think it is the roughest time because 
you're adjusting to everything. Your hands are still getting conditioned, so you're getting like aches and pains. You're trying to work on body uh, mechanics to make sure you don't fucking injure yourself, which still is inevitably, inevitably, it'll still probably happen. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, and so you're fucking in school. There's all these emotions. You're like, am I going to pass my boards? Am I good enough? Um, you know, and there's people that don't, and you're going to make friends with people that are not going to pass. But anyway, I just went on another rant. So we're going to reel this shit back. So anyway, Get this job. I quit McDonald's. I need a job. School hasn't started yet. Um, I need, you know, money and I need to get my life organized and start preparing for massage school. This is way before graduation. This is about six or seven months away from graduation at this point or something like that. And so then basically I go to work for this glass factory and I was just cleaning um, office. I cleaned the offices. I cleaned their maintenance. <coughs> Excuse me. And stuff like that. So, let me get a drink of fucking water. Get some water. <sighs> he needs some milk. I'm just kidding. That fucking video. God, that was crazy. Um. So, yeah. You go to work at a glass factory. And I quit the glass factory because I was getting cut up and I was trying to do massage after a while when school did finally start and I was still working there um, at night. And I, my, uh, <clears throat> the director of the school of where I was going was like, look, you can't have all these cuts on your hands and arms and stuff. This is not good for you or the people you're working on. You need to not work there. She's like, I don't care what you choose to do. I'll even help you find another separate, you know, part-time job for school. But I really don't think working at a glass factory and then doing, turning around and doing massage and touching people with open cuts is not a good idea. And I, at the time, was still a teenager. So I was like, okay, so I fucking quit. And then not even three weeks later, and it's like nighttime, and it's fucking all like the fire trucks. There's like six fucking cop cars, many fire trucks, ambulances, everything starts rushing almost not at the middle of night, but like dusk. Uh, and they rush down to the end of town, and all we hear is fucking sirens all fucking night. Turns out the end of this glass, excuse me, glass factory. Um, the hot end, as they called it when I was there, is super fucking hot. It's a furnace, essentially, and it's melting glass and chemicals. And, excuse me. Anyway, so then, um, yeah, it catches fire or explodes, I guess. And these two guys, I don't know if, I can't remember if they said they died or what, but it was fucking crazy. There's always, like, some weird, when there's shit that happens where I live in this small town. It's either there's nothing going on at all, which is great. It means it's peaceful. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Fucking dying here. Mm. Um, means it's peaceful. Nothing's going on. That's how we like it, right? No. Then all of a sudden, there's something fucking extreme that happens, and then you're just like, 
what the fuck, there's been an explosion at a glass factory in the furnace. Uh, what was another one? Um, there was a fucking uh, grain mill thing that caught fire, and it that shit is very flammable. The dust from uh, the flour, something like that. I can't remember what it was. But my dad said it was super flammable, uh, I guess. He writes for, like, planter stuff um, and, like, farmer stuff. So he knows all about that shit, I guess. <laughs> and um, I was like, so it's very flammable substance in a very large metal container. And it caught fire and it exploded. And there's fire everywhere. Is that pretty much the gist of it? He's like, yeah, pretty much. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's what happened. That shit was fucking horrific. Huge fire destroyed a lot of shit. Um, there was a house fire, and it was so sad because these two dogs were in kennels. I hate people at kennel. I'm sorry. I know your dog tears shit up in your house at night or when you're not there, and it's probably an anxiety thing, honestly, for them, for you to be gone. <clears throat> and I feel you. I get it. You don't want your pets tearing up your shit in your house. I get it. But at least give them a fucking sporting chance to get out of a fucking house fire. Because I bet you, if they wouldn't have not been in a goddamn kennel, they would have probably tried to find a way out and probably would have been fine. Because their instincts are going to tell them to get out of the house and to get away from the smoke and the heat. Um, I know my, my fucking dog, even though he's pretty old now, he, uh... I can't remember what she was burning, but my grandma's, she's kind of getting out there now, and she was trying to cook something, and now we have to, like, really watch her, but she's trying to cook something, started burning it, and the dog literally came and got me, and was, <laughs> it was literally, <laughs> and he doesn't like to get up and just move for nothing nowadays, he's very sore, we give him CBD, uh, oil and he seems to be managing okay but his hips are really fucked so he does not like to move for no immediate reason like he literally came into the library went from the kitchen through the dining room through the living room into the library where I was sitting and literally came and nudged me and said hey um I need an adult because <laughs> Something is burning, and I literally was like, what the fuck do you want? And he, I was like, do you need to go potty? And he's like, yeah, but there's also something else going on. And he would just not leave me alone until I fucking got up, and I thought he needed to go outside. So I go all the way into the fucking uh, kitchen to grab his leash, because it's on the door, and there's fucking smoke up in this kitchen. <laughs> and she, turns out, she burnt a bunch of fucking... Um, eggs or something in the pan she left the pan on she thought she turned it off good thing it's glass top is all i gotta say but the dog came and got me like i need an adult <laughs> do something <laughs> i thought it was the funniest shit um yeah yeah good stories what else was i gonna tell you oh yeah denver so my friend and I, we make it to Denver in the early, early morning. I'm driving. It starts kind of sleeting. Um, my friend's asleep. And we run into fucking rush hour traffic before we get to her cousin's apartment. And these are some nice fucking apartments. Uh, and her roommate's cool. 
cool guy. He's like a high-end bartender. They're both bartenders. Uh, super cool people, though. Really nice. And unfortunately, when we were there, um, her cousin's grandmother was also dying. So that was kind of emotional, and we tried to comfort her. But there's only so much you can do. And so she was thinking about coming back with us at that point. But So we get there, rush hour traffic. I'm driving. Um, we get through it. I get finally to the apartments. We get let in. I f immediately fucking shower. Because <laughs> that is a long ass drive. It's like thir 12 or 13 hour drive from where I live. And it's a, that's a fucking drive. To do completely sober. Um, and just on caffeine and nothing but the radio and the fucking sounds of traffic, uh, pretty much to keep you company. Especially if your your friends is, uh, sleeping, the people that you're driving with. It's better when you have someone to talk to. But then even talking gets old after a certain point. But anyway, um... So, uh, what was I saying? Fuck. Made it into Denver, got to the apartment, showered, slept, uh, got back up, got some weeds, uh, I end up, we got coffee too, that was good. We walked pretty much everywhere. Uh, went to this place, got some cabbie cones, which if you don't know what that is, it's a cone that's got hash oil, uh, fucking keef, sometimes wax, it's like a little... Extract and flour mixture. Um, and it's really good, and you get really fucking high off of a tiny little... It's like a one and a fourth fucking uh, size kind of joint. Not one and a fourth, like a king kind of slim joint. And it had these really nice glass filters on them. Super bougie. I loved it. They were like... I don't know. 10 or 15 a piece or something like that pre-rolls um oh my god i saw this fucking giant ass like it was not no dutch master but <clears throat> it wasn't that tiny i mean like it was a huge ass al capone looking cigar like a canon al capone looking cigar okay and it was full of moon rocks High, high grade, really strong weed flour, wax, uh, you know, whatever else kind of extracts you could possibly think of that could get you high as fuck. Rolled it into this massive ass cigar. And guess how much it was, people? It was like $600 for this one pre rolled cigar. And I was like, holy shit, I really want this bitch. But it's so expensive, but here's the thing. And then I thought to myself, and I turned to my friend and I said, that's a fucking ripoff. She's like, what do you mean? It's, you know, it's the highest quality everything, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, we're not buying this bitch. I was like, I could buy all those items they put into it separately. And with a bit of skill and patience, I could roll an Al Capone fucking cigar. I've done it before. I did it with two squishers. I made a massive ass fucking cannon, uh, like, blunt. And I put fucking, you know, oils and shit in it. So, but guess what? 
that all that together to roll that fucking cigar if i did it it might might kiss four hundred dollars but i bet you it'd be even less than that if i could have time to find better deals i might even be able to assemble several uh of those goddamn specialty blunts and they sell them at six hundred dollar a pop <laughs> sometimes more get the fuck out of here fuck that when anyway criticizing shit but good times we got a lot of dab shit did lots of dabs um yeah great time we went and saw florence and the machine it was the tuesday night show it was fucking freezing, but it was beautiful out. The snow was on everything. It had snowed. It blizzard. It was like a fucking blizzard. When we went out to dinner the night before the show, which was the Monday night, it fucking snowed. Like, it stuck to everything. Everyone's like, oh, it's not going to stick. Fucking two hours later, everything is covered in fucking snow. It was crazy. Um... <laughs> went to the goddamn show uh <coughs> and it was cold everybody was cold <coughs> excuse me everybody was freezing and we you know my friend here's a cool story my friend and I took in two vape pens and some blunts and some joints and I put shatter and all kinds of shit and all this weed and rolled it up real nice and then her cousin rolled and then we had all kinds of shit okay plus we had the vape pens while we were sitting there before the show started so we wouldn't get busted because yeah this is in Denver and it's legal but you're not allowed to smoke weed in public in Denver so vaping we had to be very low-key about it and that's probably one of the most discreet discreet uh, ways of doing it without you know, just taking an edible or something. So, um, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, it was cold as fuck. It was a little bit of a short show, but it was because it was freezing. She was performing in, like, really cold-ass temperatures. She couldn't feel her fucking hands. God, they can do a show, though. That shit was beautiful. It was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Uh, you know, the view from Red Rocks from the top. We were on, like... Uh, stair 12 or something towards the top. Not at the way, way top where you come in first into the stadium when you go to walk down, if you know what I'm talking about, if you've been there. Um, but you come up, what happens is you park. We got a great parking spot because we got there early. Hike up, you hike up to the entrance. You come in, there's like a giant food and beverage court. I got a beer and uh, ended up eating like a corn dog or something. Um, I had two beers actually. Yeah, I had two beers. Maybe more than that. I don't know. It was really high. Anyway, so <clears throat> I didn't want to drink too much because I was already really high. And got to continuously stay high for the next several hours. <laughs> so uh, I fucking, you, you hike up, you walk up this drive, you get in. Um, oh, and you're going to have a security search because this is the one of the main parts of this story. Um, so I have my metal vape in my bra. I have the case with the joints and blunts in my bra. Um, 
Let's see, I did not bring my pocket knife in. But here's the key with putting it in your boobs, ladies. If you have a big set of uh, knockers or something like that. Like, I have big boobs. And I wore a fucking sports bra, but here's the trick. Sports bra, you can fit more shit in. So I stuck all that shit in there, and my friends, like, they have metal detectors. They're going to wand you. Your shit's going to go off. We can't come in. She starts freaking out. Her cousin starts freaking out. And I'm like, hold up, just be chill, I've done this before, which I have, and this is how I knew it was going to go down. We go through this fucking uh, metal detector, and this lady wands me, and obviously, when she goes across my boobs, it, you know, boop, you know, it. she's like, oh, she goes over again, boop, right over me, and I'm just like, I kind of roll my eyes, and I'm like, do that typical, oh, like, you don't know what the fuck, that's, you know, what that is. And she's like, move along, you know, and nothing else went off. And she's like, how the fuck did she not just, like, pat you down? And I was like, because she took one look, seen the boobs, and was thinking, underwire. Boom. Underwire. I suppose a pacemaker would set it off, too. But that is pretty much, she didn't push it. Also, I don't think they care as much, but... Here's another thing. I went into a fucking... This is how I knew it was going to work. I had something else similar happen, except it had no weed involved. I was doing a job shadow in high school for a sheriff's department, and we were going to go tour a courthouse. Obviously, you about to get, you know, go through a very hardcore security check to get into this courthouse. So, <laughs> um, I get wanded, and... I mean, we're a bunch of, there's me and two boys at this, you know, job shadow thing. And I'm just wearing jeans, t-shirt, and like black boots, and I have my hair up, and, but I had big boobs, and I'm tall, I'm, I'm 5'10", and I'm broad-shouldered, and I'm, I'm a very strong-looking woman, okay? Some might say intimidating. I often intimidate people, I don't do it intentionally, I just look intimidating, and, um, so we walk up in this courthouse, and everybody gets wanded. They're like, you know, if you have any pocket knives, anything like that. I had a pocket knife, and it was in my brassiere, right at my sternum level, like, sitting between my boobs, like, in my bra. You can't see it, though, because I had big boobs. So then <laughs> he goes to wand me, goes over my boobs, like, six times. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. You know, like, obviously... You know, we have determined that my breast area is obviously the place where metal is at. And he's like, uh, well, uh, he's like, oh, don't worry about it. And because the sheriff's guy that was with us, and he was pretty high up, gave him this look like, it's her fucking underwire, you fucking dickhead. Like, I could kind of hear his, uh, his look. I could see almost what he was, you know put into this dude, like, dude, that's her fucking bra, like, what are you fucking doing, and I'm a teenager, I was 17, 17, 17 or 18, at least, and, nah, it's probably 17, and so then, we keep going, so I got into the courthouse, and I had my fucking pocket knife still, the whole time, in my bra, I wasn't gonna do anything untoward, or nothing, like, fucking, you know, <laughs> stab somebody, or, uh, I don't know, do something violent, I just, 
I don't know if I just forgot it was there or uh, that I just was like, what? Or maybe I just, I don't know. I don't remember what I was thinking when he did that. I just kind of, I didn't think anything of it, really, I don't think. That sounded so stupid. <laughs> that sounded so stupid. Um, so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> no, I wasn't really thinking anything of it because I don't think that a pocket knife is a weapon. I think of it as a tool like you would think of a screwdriver or like a pair of pliers. So that's all I got to say about it. And so, yeah. Went through that, and that's how I knew it would work. And it worked just the same, and nobody even had to pat me down. She looked straight at my boobs for, like, two seconds and was like, move along. And nobody said a fucking thing. And then later, I was just pulling all the goods out my bra. That is my... The bra is the woman's wallet. I believe, I would say. Um, it's a great place to hide things, including tools or weapons drugs or money however if you hide change in your bra be prepared to have some stupid funny shit happen later because you're gonna take your fucking bra off and you're gonna have all your quarters fall off. <laughs> oh my fuck <laughs> my friend and i went to the pool one time and that totally happened because you're in the pool you don't have your fucking purse or nothing with it, you're sticking your money in your bra, and you don't care if the fucking, you know, cash gets wet, but the fucking quarters get stuck to your fucking tits. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. So, um, anyway, just been working after that. <coughs> <coughs> <clears throat> Sorry. Damn. Anyway, went to Red Rocks, loved the show, mind was blown. Um, enjoyed it very much. Uh, got some more weed, got high before we left, and then ended up driving back. I didn't end up making it back all the way to here till <laughs> 12.30 or something. 12 or 12.30. But, um, Yeah. It was a good trip. It wasn't really long. Came back, had vacation. Uh, been working ever since. School's been over for a little while. School went well. Um, yeah, Illinois has legalized or is going to. I don't think it takes effect until next year, but it's progress. <clears throat> What's going to happen now is I think Iowa's going to become the new Nebraska, <laughs> in my opinion. Until finally we crack, but I think the governor even refused to have, you know, the increased amount of CBD oil for, like, even children who need it and shit. So, that's pretty fucked. What a fucking bitch, eh? <clears throat> yeah, that's fucking crazy. What else? I gotta get my life together, guys. Fuck. Oh! So, I wanna do more podcasts where I include other guests. Because I feel like I need something to work off of. I'm good just by myself. But if I have someone to work off of, 
I feel like my conversation is better and it's far more funnier for you guys to hear. So <clears throat> do that. Share this podcast, please, with other people. I'm trying to make something of this. Uh, I'm also thinking about changing the name, but I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Um, I was looking at some statistics for this podcast, and it was saying that some of y'all in Australia are listening to me. Well, welcome, and, uh, you know, share this podcast with other people. It's probably just, <laughs> I wonder if they listen to this. <laughs> I feel like this is why Americans are fucking just stupid. This is why they're the most dumb fucking people on the face of the planet. <laughs> This is just compiling their evidence. You're welcome, America. <laughs> this is my contribution, my contribution to it. Uh, our uh, case against ourselves, I guess, that we are literally the dumbest fucking people to live on this planet. <sighs> At least right now. God, I hope this election turns around. I don't want to get on the politics shit, but what the fuck, guys? What the fuck? Ugh. Oh, I want to do video podcast. Um, I don't know if <clears throat> Anchor is compatible with other platforms that do the video type podcast. Um, I don't know if I want to do this on YouTube because I'm afraid I'm going to get demonetized. Um so, or that, not demonetized, because this isn't really about money, but, like, that they're going to block my content from you, uh, from getting notifications, or being able to even see it, I suppose. And deleting my shit without my permission. So then, what I think, I'm going to check out the weed tube and see if I could just do it on that, or if I even want to. I might just do, pull, like, I'll make my own website or something and have you go to that. Maybe. Then I could sell my own merch and shit if I wanted to do that. I feel like merch, because I would make it myself, that I would still try to make it reasonable. Um, I'm not going to overprice you. Fucking $5 to make a t-shirt, right? And then you get words put on it. It's like seven bucks. And then you charge people fucking like $40 a t-shirt. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's shit that's from like China or something. Polyester blend mixes. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> and it's like 112% over the fucking mark for your, your what you're paying. So that's my profit. It's all in my pocket. And I get I gotta make money, but... That's just fucking dumb. Who buys that shit? Shit. What's that fucking song <laughs> Macklemore did? Dude, that's what it's $60 for a t-shirt. <laughs> Fuck. That's stupid. Anyway, I think we're going to do another episode here in a second. So we're going to stop here. I'm going to title this and upload it. So you, you guys have a great day, night, or evening, or whatever fucking time it is, and um, stay optimistic, and um, 
you know, love one another and be peaceful, or at least try to. Try and make the best of this situation. And, uh, see you guys in the next episode.